we find the location and we don't care about the construction. We'll do whatever it takes to get that house to what it needs to be. So we kind of work backwards. We say location, here's the comps, here's what we can pay for it, here's what we have to put into it, let's move. You really have to work backwards in this business. So when you find the right location, you say, okay, what are my comps? Um, what's what's the house going to sell for finished? Let's work backwards. Uh, what's my renovation budget? And I tell people, make sure you pad it pretty good because especially if you don't, if you haven't done construction a lot, there's going to be some surprises in the walls, guaranteed. Um, so pad it, whatever you think you're going to spend, add a little bit more to it. with the cousins what's up guys and welcome back to another episode of home with the cousins today we are looking at flipping houses that's right if you want to turn your uh, renovation dreams into a business and potentially get into the business of flipping houses we are talking to bristol morundi today uh he is one half of the flipper flop las vegas team uh him and his wife aubrey uh, have been flipping houses together since 2009. Um, obviously, HGTV discovered them, and they're now in their second season uh, of Flipper Flop Vegas, uh, which airs Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, the new season premiered March 15th, so definitely check that out. We've got all Bristol social tags in the show notes here. Um, but we dive into what it takes to to do home renovations as a business, to get in and out of these properties quickly, and to make a profit doing so, to not lose money uh, on what can be a risky uh, a risky venture. So um, if, if house flipping is something you've been thinking about, this episode is definitely for you. And we also dive into a little bit of Bristol's MMA career, uh, which believe it or not, really prepared him for uh, some of the highs and lows of, uh, of flipping homes and, and, uh, and playing in the in the volatile real estate game. So uh, without further ado, here's our interview with Bristol. We are flipping stuff today, baby. Yes, I love it. I love the flipping. That this is it. I love I and I have so many questions. I have a, I have a lot of questions I want to dive deep in. Awesome. Bristol, we got you with us, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited to be with you guys. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Same here. I, um, you know, so much of what we do here is uh, is focused on homeowners and and getting them through their own home renovations. But I, I, we're we're both obviously really excited to to chat with you because this is more on the business end of things. I mean, obviously, right. you guys have flipping Vegas and uh, and you're cranking. What season are you on now? We're doing. We're filming season two right now, awesome. and we're just about ready to wrap. Um, as usual, construction hasn't gone exactly as planned. But <laughs> behind, so, uh, I'm sure you've never heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So, and 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 obviously, you know, we you have the TV show, but this is something that you and your wife do together. Right. I mean, it's not it's not just the show. It's it's a business that you guys have been in together for some time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, I, our first house we flipped was in 2009. Okay. And and we've just been doing it since then. So it's our business. It's a full time thing. 
Um, and you know, really it's a partnership between Aubrey and I, yeah. and yeah, we're married, but we're business partners. And that kind of, that really started, uh, when we first met, we became, you know, we dated we yeah. were business partners right off the bat because she does real estate. She's great with design and I do all the construction. So we, we don't, um, we don't, you know, give our business to anybody. We do everything ourselves. That's great. And, and it's, Brit- it's so important to make that distinction between, you know, yeah, we were dating. Yes, she's my wife. And oh, yeah, she's my business partner. Because right. if you take all that home, I mean, I worked with my dad for years. My mom was in our office yeah. a lot. Obviously, I work with my cousin. But, you know, you've got to have that separation in order to in order right. to have that personal life together and also have your own personal life. You've got to be able to leave that work stuff at, at the site sometimes. Yeah, no, it's so true, you know. Um, and, and Aubrey and I... We, um, we talk about work all the time and, you know, we, we, we bring it home with us mm-hmm. and we're not able to leave it on the job site. It just, <laughs> it just can't, it just can't happen. We're, we're ordering cabinets, we're, um, doing homework with our boys. We have two, two young boys, they're four and seven. So juggling all that is, it's a challenge. And, and for me, what I do for my time is I'm an MMA fighter and I love to go, I, I go do jiu-jitsu, I hit the bag and that's me time. Right. Right. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit of wishful thinking that you could actually leave the business uh, on the side because John and yeah. I, uh, yeah, John and I definitely <laughs> spend a lot of time talking about it when we're not technically right. quote unquote working. But like you said, man, when you love it, it's it's not so much of a job. And and um, as yeah. as crazy as it can be, as stressful as it can be, we all know how how much you can feed off of that level of energy and that and that um, need to be on all the time because mm-hmm. you've got to execute and you've got to hit your timelines. Um, so yeah. I guess in that same breath, you know, rather than talking in generalities, w- what we really want to do with this podcast, and our, it's our goal every, mm-hmm. every episode, is to really dive into useful knowledge for, right. you know, in general, like we said, for homeowners. But in this case, you know, anybody who's an aspiring flipper, anybody who's in the business mm-hmm. and wants to get better at what they're doing, we want to give them real actionable advice and real practical shit right. that, that you know, you, the, the problems you deal with, the, the nightmares mm-hmm. and, and the successes and, and, those, and those maybe like that formulaic type stuff that took you a couple of mm-hmm. goes to figure out. But now that you've got it, it's like, you know, this is our formula or this is a process we've put in place to help execute on a formula. You know, those are the real, right. the real tricks and secrets we want to, we want to peel back on with you. For sure. And, uh, so you subscribe nineteen ninety nine a month and you get these secrets. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Where do I sign up? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't get uh, anything away for free. We 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 <laughs> circumvented yeah, exactly. that one, man. We're, we give it all away for free, man. We we want to take the headaches away from all the for you know, we wanna take the headaches away, we wanna take the anxiety away, and we wanna help people execute uh, you know, on on uh whether it's a whether it's a home project or whether it's a new business idea they want to dive into, and, and, and Aubrey and I love that. We love to give as much information away as possible. Yeah, we want to help people, and I, and I know a lot of people they struggle with it. They get in, they're they're up to their neck in construction, and they're freaking out because they took out um, a loan, a hard money loan. They owe money, and the construction costs are going through the roof. They can't find their contractor. And these happen. They're real stories. And, um, and, and I know people can relate. And, and fortunately, Aubrey and I, 
Um, we've never lost money on a flip. And um, I don't know that a lot of people can say that, man. I would guess that you're probably in the minority there. So so kudos to you guys. Thank you. And and you know what? It's not because we're just these great, wonderful people. Like we're not, um, yeah, we've been a little lucky, but at the same time, Avi and I, we have, we have a formula because it's, it's really, we, we do everything ourselves. So we're able to control a lot more than I know a lot of people are able to. Sure. Um, you know, Avi does the real estate and, and here's, where, here's how we make money. Um, and you know, Aubrey, Aubrey's really, she's, she's a terrific business mind. She's an entrepreneur at heart. She, um, she's very successful and, um, she does the real estate, and I and I think one of the first things that you can really do is if you plan on flipping houses, getting your real estate license mm-hmm. will um, help you tremendously because those commissions are really a lot of up. money. Yeah, when you're selling a house, that commission it really goes to you. When you buy the house, that the commission you get from buying a house goes towards your renovation budget. That's so smart, man. It's, it's such point. a it's such a simple piece of advice. And you know what? What is it? it's a couple hundred bucks and like a a, a couple of like pretty lengthy mm-hmm. classes. But then, but it's assuming you know you cross your t's and dot your i's and pass your tests, right. you're gonna you're gonna get that license. But saving that amount of money or and or being able to average down your costs because of you know cutting right. cutting a real estate transaction commission in half. I mean that's that's substantial money mm-hmm. right there. Right. So that that would be that would be the first piece of advice if you're gonna flip houses you should have a real estate license that's that's kind of the first thing yeah and, and you know people um and, and i think one of the misconceptions is that people want to um they want to specialize in one area and not understand construction that oh i i just want to do the i'm going to be an investor you know for me and aubrey no we, we want to do everything we want to understand we, we know we're experts in the real estate and the construction um, you know, and, and that side of it. So you really have to educate yourself. Yeah. If you go to flip the house, you know nothing about construction. You're just you, you're writing you're a going down. check to some contractor. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's well. You're putting too many eggs in in somebody else's basket, and they don't have as much vested exactly. in this process as right. you do. You know, your name's on that exactly. on that uh, loan document, and you got to make sure. You know, and and it doesn't mean that you have to be necessarily hands on with construction, right. but understanding right. the order of operations, understanding uh-huh. just in time scheduling, understanding you know, the different tactics and negotiation skills that you're going to need to use to make sure contractors are showing up, uh, different clauses that you can put in the contract that are either, that are either going to incentivize them to finish faster or penalize them for go, you know, for not, uh, not closing out the job when they say, you know, all these little nuanced things, you know, couldn't agree more. It's just, you've really got to get yourself educated on that stuff. Yeah. You got to dive in and, um, you know, and I find that um, another piece of advice that we always give people, I, I notice um, I've had a lot of friends and, and people ask me, they get excited. I want to flip the house. I'm so excited. I just got, I got a little bit of money. I'm ready to go. Um, I, they want to buy, me and Aubrey say, well, well, hold up. Let's always have a plan B. Um, so Aubrey and I, we always have a plan B. We're, we, we don't get in over our heads, so. We're able to rent it out if we have to. So if the house, by some reason, can't sell, we're either A, going to move into it, or B, going to rent it out. Right. 
Right. So it's just that it's like an alternative exit strategy or an alternative long-term play strategy in case a market shifts, a 2008 happens again, or any other number of things that can go wrong during the process. Right. So so that's why we're a little hesitant. We've never done hard money, mm-hmm. and I know that's that's a big well, question. Well, why don't okay. uh, Bristol? Why don't you step back and just maybe yeah. explain broad sure. strokes what hard money is? Because again, you know, most people are homeowners sure. and they're and they're used to getting their thirty-year mm-hmm. mortgage. So let's just let's just define that a little bit. Right. So hard money. We we've been approached by even even people want to loan us money, and so that would be doing a private loan. And sometimes the interest rates are extremely high. You know, sixteen, eighteen percent. Right on your money so so it's um, not a banking institution it's a private right. it's a private uh sector loan they're not governed by all the same uh mm-hmm. regulations that the banks have to deal with but they and they're and they are usually usually shorter term loans because you're trying to flip this house and and turn it around quickly right. but the flip side of that is because it's not banking regulations these guys are jacking up rates they know that that the the terms are shorter so they're going to make right. their money in a shorter time span. The, the, the real scary part for you guys is if things yeah. don't go well and that time frame gets extended, that rate hurts really fucking bad every yeah. month that it goes by. And it's expensive. And I, I know in a lot of, uh, you know, these house flipping seminars, they, they offer that, you know, oh, we'll offer these um, hard money loans because we know you don't have $200,000 laying around. Right. And, um, and that, that gets bad. And then, so if you miss a, miss a payment, um, they can take the house back. Uh, you lose your down payment. You get, you know, you could, you could be hurting bad. So, uh, we've had people come to us and say, what do I do? The house isn't selling. I thought it would sell. And now I'm paying, you know, high interest. I missed a payment. Sure. You know, they're freaking out. So, so, that, so that's, what's that's your, scary. so what's your process if you don't touch hard money? Right. And let's so, and let's well, take and let's take it back sure. to obviously you know now you guys have had quite a bit of success you've been in it for a number of years let's right. take it back to 2009 let's pretend this is yeah, flip right. one flip two flip three you know how are yeah. how were you finding the money then and 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 what you know what ways were you going about it exactly so um, our very first house we flipped um, Aubrey and I we smile you know it's it's a fun it's a fun memory that's right when we met. Um, I was trying to buy a house, and um, I was so I was so happy. I found that when I first met, I was like, "Oh, she's a realtor. I'm buying a house right now. <laughs> this is awesome. This is going to be such an easy in." Right, know? right. I, and I told her, "Hey, do you want to come? I, uh, you want to come see the house I'm buying? I'm a hot shot, you know." And <laughs> we, we pull up to the house, and she looks at it. She looks at the inspection report. And she said, this is the worst house I've ever seen. <laughs> not, not a good first impression. That's so I funny. Amazing. I was That's amazing. I was like, this smoking hot lawn. <laughs> I, was, I, was just, I was getting ready to impress her. She hates oh. my house. <laughs> you, thought, you know what's funny? You thought you were so cool. You're like, oh, this is great. Look at this, man. I got a house. I'm an impressor. And she's like, no, this is not impressive at all. This house is terrible. I would not buy it. I would not buy this house. And I was like, my jaw dropped. And I was like, oh, no. And you know what was going through her mind? She told me later. She said, I I think this guy, I I like this guy. I don't want to be stuck with this house. (laughs) Oh, my God. Unbelievable. (laughs) 
She's smart, dude. She's so smart. She knows. That's she knows. That's great. So anyway, so I backed out of that. We waited. I waited for the right house. So that was the, that was the key. So by, so finding I, the right place. Finding the right location. Number mm-hmm. one is location. Uh, it was the location wasn't terrible. The house was terrible. It would have been a great bachelor pad. I get it. You know what? But I be I became uh, not a bachelor fast with her. We just we we met. You know, we had long conversations. And we just date. We we're dating seriously right away. So yeah, that's great. Um, and awesome. several months, several months later, she said, "I bought you your house. I found it. Come sign for it." So I, I just trusted her. I, I knew she knew what she was talking about. Sight unseen, I signed for it. Wow! Oh, look at you. That's that's ballsy, man. Dude, Holy that, cow! It was like probably um, probably six months after your dating. Wow! 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 Um, yeah. So. I bought it sight unseen, um, ninety nine thousand. It was a uh, um, like a bank foreclosure or something in two thousand nine. So you know prices were down then. Sure. Um, yeah. I, but I bought it with a loan, an FHA loan. It twenty five hundred dollars down, and that pretty much drained my bank account at the time. I was a, you know, I didn't have a lot of. We never flipped a house before, so sure. we 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 decided to do a, a full renovation on it. And, and then when we finished and we had two options, I was like, well, I can either move into it, rent it, or let's put it on the market. And Aubrey being a, you know, a consummate entrepreneur said, let's put it on the market and see what happens. Um, so the second day on the market, we had an offer of $179,000. Wow. Awesome. We bought it for 99. We put in like $12,000. We scraped together 12,000. Wow. We did all the work ourselves. I stained all the cabinets. We, you know, it took us like three months to do, which we laughed because now we could do it probably two weeks. Right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you know, we just were so careful. We had no money. So it kind of forced us to really bargain shop, to find everything, do everything ourselves. Um, we didn't have the money. We didn't have any of that. Sure. Well, you know, the advice of buying it right and location is, is is great advice. But what I really like in what you're saying is that you had, and, and it's what you were just alluding to before, you had your option B. And as a matter of fact, it was option mm-hmm. B, C, and D, right? It's, you know, if you're looking to get into this business, be willing to live in right. it, be willing to rent it out, right. or or be willing to put it right on the market immediately. And it didn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem, at least from your story, that you were going into it with the notion of let's flip this place. It was gonna be your right. house, but it's never. It never hurts to test the waters, and we find that so many people right. get emotionally attached to real estate that, yeah, you know, it becomes hard to do that. But in your case, being being smart, um, or Aubrey mm-hmm. being being smart with with that, yeah. You know, just I mean, look, if it didn't go yeah, well, hey, totally. what's, you move in, you pay your mortgage and you were expecting to anyway. But because right. you got that nice bump, I mean, that's a that's great. Let's go do another one. It was three months. What, exactly. a, what a blast. So seventy nine or seventy four thousand. Boom. We just we hit it. And, and I, I got big and I said, awesome. A motorcycle. We could take a vacation. Yeah, bro. This is it. That's and she it. was like, look at me. And she said, the voice of reason spoke. and said, hell no. I'm going <laughs> to buy another house. That's it. And the, the, the 27-year-old me said, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Hey, Bristol, let me ask you this. Is it, you know, people, of course, doing it for the first time, second time, yeah. they're so new doing it. 
Now you did on your first house, you just said that you did all the work yourself. Is there, are there certain things that you would suggest to people saying, Hey, look, these are the things. And over the, I guess you probably learned yeah. over the many houses you've done, you can say, uh -huh. these are the winners. These are the things you should do yourself. And these are the things I attempted to do myself. And it was a loser. Right. And I can look back and say, no way. I'm not doing that ever again. Yeah. It is worth the money hiring whatever contractor right. and whatever trade that he is actually doing. Yeah, that, that's a good point. So one thing, there's a couple of things that I don't want to do. And there's a couple of them. I don't want to do flooring because flooring guys can work. They, they can work on, uh, um, uh, they'll work fast and they work good. Yep. And yeah, that's, that's something that yep. you can just bang it out. So I don't want to touch flooring. It takes me too long. <clears throat> and flooring guys, you can, you can find guys that will do a good job. They're fast. And, um, with those kinds of jobs like that, uh, um, it, you know, they'll quote your price as square footage. It's kind of set. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. They're not going to. Well, there's not a lot of room for things. To, yeah. There's not a lot right. of room for things to change at that point. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I don't want to do flooring. I don't like to do drywall. There's, <laughs> who does? There's guys, um, yeah. there's, there's guys that are good at it. They'll come in and do a good job for a reasonable price. Yep. Yeah. Hanging boards and spackle and tape are not. That's the wall. No way. No don't way. Waste your, don't waste your time. Right. Um, one area that I do like to do where I find I can save a lot of money is I like to refinish the cabinets. Cool. Um, when, when we um, and we like to keep if something's existing and we can reuse it, that's great. You can save a lot of money. So I, I don't mind sanding, sanding cabinets. Um, you know, a lot of them in Vegas is like 80s, 90s. You just have that um, the wood, you know, like a light wood color. Yep. Stain, light stain. You can um, take off the so, finish. I love to paint them. Yep. Yeah, we, we know what it's. We tell people all the time if the back box is in good condition, right? Then it's very easy. Just like you said, pop the doors off, sand them down, paint them. It, it looks right. like a brand new kitchen, and you save a ton of money. Ton of money. Ton of money. So if you if you're gonna hire somebody, I'll come in with a bid, maybe six thousand, you know, four thousand, um, and you can do that yourself. You know, it's just a little bit of labor. Hire, and what I tell people is sometimes you don't have to do everything yourself. Try to get a neighbor kid. Try to get somebody pay labor to help you with the labor aspect so you don't get burned out. Right on. That's good advice. That's really No, no, it's, it, that, that's perfect. And, and you know what it is? I think a, a lot of people, especially just like Anthony was talking about and you guys were talking about earlier, time is money, right? You, mm -hmm. you have to get this done as fast as possible. So you're mm -hmm. saying, all right, I'm going to go out to a flooring guy. He's going to bang it out fast. I'm going to have my mm -hmm. spackler come in, my sheetrock guy. Those guys move fast. If you mm -hmm. try to do certain projects yourself and you waste time on it, it's not mm -hmm. like it's your own house where you can take a longer time, right? You can say, well, I'm right. going to live here for the next five years. If the project takes me a month, two months, oh, whatever, no big deal. You've got to get in, get out, as fast as possible because every day that ticks away it's money that you're just losing because of a loan or whatever means that, that you have that's actually paying for that house exactly and that's good advice for somebody that's uh, on the first couple of houses they're going to have fun they want to play they want to enjoy it i get that but move this is a business of speed and um and, and try to cut down the house should never sit uh, one or two days without anybody doing work. There should always be something going on yep. to move forward.
Do you, do you guys have, I mean, of course, every renovation is different, right? I mean, it's, it's right. how large you're doing. But do you guys kind of have, a, I should say, uh, a standard timeline? You say, look, we, we want to be in this house for three weeks or a month. Yeah. You know, on your, let's, let's say it's your, your average reno where right. maybe you're not doing the whole house. Maybe you're doing the kitchen, living room, a bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're, doing, you're doing 60% to 70% of the house. Is there right. an average timeline you guys like to keep because you're like, that's, that, that's our sweet spot that, that we're in and out? Yeah, so for us, we always got the entire inside. Everything in Vegas, uh, we're fortunate. We have um, most of the houses in in Vegas are are fairly new, you know, considering yep. the the standards. They're eighties, nineties. Um, so we we just got the inside. The plumbing, electricals is generally just fine. That's um, good. That's great. On a lot of on a lot yeah. of them. So I mean, we we'll do some bigger ones too, but. Uh, three to four weeks would be ideal. Four weeks, like finished, staged, uh, and that's like new kitchens, new bathrooms, you know, all new baseboard, flooring, paint, everything. Um, we don't have to touch a lot of the exteriors here because the the tiles, uh, roof tiles, last forever. Yep. Um, so it's just repair. But I would say for us, moving now, three to four weeks would be. A really a doable time. That's frame. right, fantastic. And Bristol, That's in that three to four weeks, do you guys mess with floor plans? Like, do you open stuff up and create mm-hmm. open concepts, or do you generally look for a floor plan that's favorable to limit the right. amount of cost and and time that you're not going to see in terms of you know the buyer s- seeing it and, no. and where you're spending money? No, we we find we find the location, and we don't we don't care about the construction we'll do whatever it takes to get that house to what it needs to be so we kind of work backwards we say location here's the comps here's what we can pay for it here's what we have to put into it let's move so it's and i find people they they um you really have to work backwards in this business so Mm -hmm. when you find the right location you say okay what are my comps um what's what's the house going to sell for finished Let's work backwards. Uh, what's my renovation budget? And I tell people, make sure you pad it pretty good because especially if you don't, if you haven't done construction a lot, there's going to be some surprises in the walls, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, so pad it, whatever you think you're going to spend, add a little bit more to it. Right. You, so, I, yeah, so, so we do, we do a, a contingency as well. We tell people, do you mm-hmm. tell people, 10 percent 15 percent i mean where, mm-hmm. where do you guys kind of fall in that number yeah i you know for me i, I would say um give yourself at least 15 percent yeah and and add just whatever you have your end number add that to it and if you get it back in the end sure no problem but um so i work backwards what are houses selling for in the area um and your location matters so if if the house backs to an airport if it backs to a busy street if there's power lines going right over top of it, don't buy it. It's it's not um, it's not a good deal. It's no matter what you put into it, you're not going to get out of it. It's that location has to be perfect. Right. So you got location being perfect. You've got your construction budget that you're going to put into it. Then you figure in what you want your profit margin to be after you've looked at the comps, mm-hmm. and that's what's going right. to tell you what you can afford to spend on this house to make it happen. Right, and, and Aubrey and I have done it for so long that we can go in and we look at other, and I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, I was thinking about 20, and I'm like, oh, I was thinking about 20 also. So we 
we kind of test each other, but right. we can walk through it and decide what we're going to do. And, and we're fortunate enough to, if we run into trouble, I'll just do extra work. I'll, I'll bring on some more guys. So we're a little spoiled and, you know, for your average person, um, I don't mind if we run into problems, we'll just take care of it. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I wouldn't say spoiled, man. You work hard to get to where you are and yeah, exactly. you've, you've really honed your skills. So you know that right. your fallback is I will work mm-hmm. harder. And I think that's the one thing exactly. that if above anything else that people really need to understand is this is not a game for the faint of heart. Like you have to right. dig really deep and things get really hard. But it's right. also, number one, the upside potential is fantastic. And number two, it's right. an extremely rewarding business because of how tangible that transformation uh-huh. is, how tangible that, that transaction is. And it right. really comes down to the, that grind and that hustle and how much you're willing to put into it. When, when shit hits the fan, you can spend yeah. money to fix it or you can spend sweat equity to fix it. And if you can spend the sweat equity and you know what you're doing, right. you're going to save that money and, and fight your way through it and probably learn something in the process. Exactly. And don't be afraid to be there till 10 or 12 at night. That's, that's, what, that's the standard. That's right. what you have to do. You're going to spend some late nights. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be calling your contractor friends across the country, asking them questions when you're underneath the sink. that's just that's just what you do that's That's right and those are also the best stories later down the line right (laughs) exactly you're gonna be mad you're gonna be freaking out you're gonna be on your phone googling how do i stop this water from shooting (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right man that's awesome hey 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 let me ask you this bristol when when you guys started to amass all all the different homes so Let's say, of course, like you said, you start out with one, maybe then you have two going on, three going on, four going on at Uh once. As people start to get busier and busier in this business and you start to see the numbers really start picking up steam and you really start to see the wealth coming in, is there one rule organization-wise people should follow to keep everything in check? Because I think it's it's much easier to keep one project under wraps, right? When you start having two at the same time three at the same time four at the same time or i should say they're really kind of scheduled out in different phases right because we phase out construction projects is there something that the two of you do to keep your sanity and to really keep Uh your costs under control because i think that's where things can get crazy yeah so so Aubrey and i we we're not the ones to hire anything out we touch everything so i do all the ordering i do all the on-site construction still so we have you know and maybe things will change in five ten years i don't know but really the way our business model is set up that we want to be like a boutique style of house flipping we don't want to be a production so we're not looking to build this big company that just runs mm-hmm. we're never going to be the, the we don't want to be that that couple that sits on the beach and our houses are just being flipped without us that's not um that's, that's not are. the way we yeah. make money that's not who we are so we still are hands on and the reason we're able to take on a lot of these projects is because we do it ourselves and we save a lot we're, we bargain shop we do a lot of it we do all the construction ourselves so, so how many projects would reason- you say that you do a year Right. So, I mean, and when, you, when you're filming a TV show, you have to move a lot faster than you would normally. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Because Hell yeah. So that, that adds, as you guys know, that adds another element that we, we have uh, 
three to four projects going on now all at once. But if we weren't filming a TV show, we'd be doing them probably one at a time. So you're um, so you've got uh, you've got you're a husband and a wife and you got two kids mm-hmm. and you do one at a time and you're making a healthy living and I and I want and I that's right. what I was hoping you were gonna say because right. I wanted to make the point to people that you know look you got a million people giving advice and you got to mm-hmm. pick and choose who you listen to but I think one of the common mis- misconceptions is you know you got to ramp up and have three projects right. three projects no. no you don't. No, you no. don't. Put it, one foot in front of the other. Control. Right, exactly right. You know, you can get over leveraged and spun out really, really quick at, with these things, especially if right. you're trying to do too much too fast. So, you know, crawl before you walk, right. walk before you run. And yeah, by all means, if you want to scale to a production like that, great. But make sure those I's are, are dotted and those T's are crossed because yeah. when you have, like you're saying, when you have multiple projects at once, man. That shit gets sideways in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And then, you know, we, me and Aubrey, we, we want to do it, um, you know, we want these projects to be unique. We want to go in and we want the finishes to be um, designed by us. We want the, um, everything to be uh, unique to the Vegas market. And you can't hire somebody to do that. And, and I'm Correct. sure, I'm sure you, if you had the budget, you could. But in a lot of these houses, we're not talking hundred, two hundred thousand dollar profit. We're talking right. twenty, twenty five thousand, and that that profit is there because we're saving, because we're doing the work. If we were to hire everything out, like a lot of misconception is, oh, I'll just find a house, hire a, a GC, and bam, there's money. That's yep. not true. That's how you lose money. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think those that's are all great great, yeah, those are all great points and. I think it, to, to piggyback off of what you guys are saying, that's that's what Anthony and I have seen for a long time in the industry. You, uh-huh. know, you have a lot of people wanting to get into it, but they don't want to put the work into it. And 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 you and Aubrey have said, no, we're going to work. We right. we know what it means to really make these projects successful. And it means exactly. rolling up your sleeves. It means having the passion. It means picking out the uh-huh. materials. Look, if you're if if you if this was your own house and maybe you wanted to hire a designer or you wanted you know mm-hmm. some other fancy things, fine. That's that's your own house. But when right. you're making a profit off this, right. it, sometimes, like you said, you're not dealing with huge huge profits of hundred hundred grand, two hundred grand. When there's twenty thousand in it, there's no room for a designer fee. That's it. Exactly. You, you got to take every single penny squeeze it out of that so you can right. roll you can take some money for yourselves and then roll it into the next project so exactly i think that's those are really 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 great points super super cool so i mean i think recapping this whole thing you know number one when it comes to financing your first project i think at least from what i heard from you bristol is it's more you mm-hmm. went more the traditional financing route right do the project as if you're going to live there and live there if right. you need to but throw a throw a for sale sign up there and and put it on the market and it's a great way to test the waters and you also want to be really really calculating these formulas so that you know okay I bought this thing I renovated this thing and if I have to rent it I'm still going to be in the black servicing the debt every month until I can sell it that's going to mm-hmm. that's going to really uh, diminish your downside right and, and, and I, I got to ask this, it, with all the, with all, of course, the flipping going on, family life, mm-hmm. boys, everything, 
do you are you still finding time to do MMA and actually fight in the ring as well? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Because that's, that's, you know, it's crazy. We all have, we all have these crazy lives and we do, we do fun stuff. I know when we saw you out in Utah, you were talking with Anthony about running motorcycles and doing crazy trips and all that stuff. But do you still have the time to do all that? Um, yeah. So I, I, I make time to do it. So sometimes right now while we're filming, I go to the gym at 11 at night. I'm lifting weights. I'm running on a treadmill. Um, I just make it happen and I go to open gyms on Sunday um, I just fit it in. So I tell everybody I'm going to Home Depot and uh, really I'm going to the gym. I hit mix. I come <laughs> That's back right, brother. Sweaty. That's right. I come back sweaty and Aubrey goes, where were you? And I'm like, oh, I just had to go load some limber. And, and she looks at me and she knows I'm lying. You got to get that you time, man. You got to get that sanity time. That's yeah. awesome, dude. I, I love, are you, is there, is there an MMA professional fight in the future that you can see yourself doing it again? Or is it just, doing it on your own and training and doing stuff like that dude i'm gonna fight again i'm gonna make it happen i know i know there's a, a, a couple fights left in me yeah i got it, I love so it. I'm, stay, I'm staying in shape i'm staying ready it. so that that's it so i already talked to my managers and as soon as we're done filming i'll be able to schedule something and yo you I, gotta uh, let us know man we'll fly out I in a heartbeat to come watch is. that I, I, the, the, I, the one, the, the, the one thing I will, I know for years, and I, Anthony yeah. and I, have, we've talked about this a ton of times, is I've never been to an MMA fight. Like oh, I, you know, I, I watch yeah. it on TV, yeah. but I yeah. always said I want to go experience because it's like, just like, like yeah. a football game, right? It's everyone, like, you, you got to go in the crowd, you, you have to be. I got to be there to experience what yeah. it's like to, to feel for the energy. Sure. And when you know the fighter. That makes a world of difference. So you're, you're invested into it. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude. It is the it is the most frightening, awesome thing you've ever been to or, or done in your life. And uh, dude, it's amazing. And uh, I actually turned professional in uh, Atlantic City in 2005. Wow, wow, AC wow. baby. I fought a I fought a Russian. He was straight from Russia, and uh, he was uh, it was Russia versus USA. It was pretty awesome. Little Rocky well, Balboa action. <laughs> What does it feel like to, because I know that you've knocked mm-hmm. out people in the ring. What does that feel, what does that feel like? like um, is, it, is it one of those things you don't even expect that you're like, oh my God, I just knocked that dude out. Dude, totally. It's the weirdest experience ever. It's like, it's like being, you know how when you're at a car wreck or you're sliding on yes. ice, everything just goes to slow motion, and, and you yeah. have you have an inner dialogue that's talking to you, and yep. that's exactly in a fight. So you're out there, and you have, I swear to God, you have like another, like your alter ego is is yelling in your ear. And th- there's been times where I've gotten knocked down, bang, and I'm looking up at the ceiling, and I have this inner voice that's yelling. Get up, get up! <laughs> and my body's saying, "I can't move yet. I can't move." Oh my god! And then you get up and you look at this guy and you look at him and he's like coming after you and you're like, "Oh no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't." <laughs> you got that voice in you, like it's the hype man, right there in your ear. So wow, crazy! That's I, a, I, I, oh, yeah, man, nuts. I mean, look, I'm not gonna look. Anthony and I have been in a, in our fights uh, over yeah. the years. <laughs> we, uh, we, they weren't they weren't yeah, exactly yeah. what you called sanctioned. Yeah, they were not. Uh, they were, they were, they were a couple of college days. You know how it sure. gets a couple beers oh, yeah. here. You know, it gets a little crazy. Uh-huh. But 
it's you know as a professional you know you mm-hmm. it's very different you you train for this you put the hours yeah. in i mean the the technical skill work that you do right. in jiu jitsu that is so unbelievable to be in a ring and two guys one on one both very skilled it's got to be just mm-hmm. be a crazy feeling just to do something like that it, yeah it's such an experience and when you win the pay, the payoff is just it's just amazing. Nah, that's, you just yeah. you feel Oof. invincible. You just feel this like huge payoff. You just man, it's it's undescribable. You know, it's like I've heard other fighters talk about it, and they they, they say you know I've climbed mountains, I've I've ridden in you know uh, some of the world's fastest cars, but nothing raises the hair on the back of my neck like walking into a cage. Wow. Oh. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? I will get and tell me if I'm wrong, but I bet you. The training and the work that you do in the ring mm-hmm. prepared you as much as for where you are in your career now right. than anything, because you 100%. know what it means to put the hard work in. And I think so many people don't yeah. realize you have these these life experiences and events that kind of prepare right. you. And now you know what it means to work hard, to go into flipping, to put the work right. in, to understand it, and and it has payoffs. Like like anything, you know, there there are yeah. payoffs in the end. I love the risk factor. I love I love buying the house and, and walking into it for the first time, saying, "Let's let's just go. Let's see what's going to happen." And that that unknown is, is awesome. Yeah, that's really cool, so man. Cool. Well, listen. Um, number one, thank you for the time because I think the the advice you gave is is incredible. Um, please let Aubrey know if she's got the time. We want to we want to chat yeah. with her and get her perspective on this. Sure. Maybe in a couple of weeks we'll, or something, we'll do another episode and and we'll get her on definitely. here. Um, I would definitely love to, to hear about it from, you know, with her real estate background and, and, right. and her entrepreneurial chops and just, yeah, you know, the she, way, she the way her mind works. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a benefit, right? If two people do the exact same totally. thing, it's, you know, you're just replicating each other. You know, John right. and I have a lot of synergies, but we also work very differently in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. So there's that, there's that push and pull that you get that benefit of having two people, that benefit of being partners. So in the show notes, we will have all your social media tags so you can follow Bristol, uh, keep up with the show, Flipping Vegas, season two they're shooting now will be coming out. And that's it, guys. That was another episode of Home with the Cousins. We appreciate you hanging with us. Hey, guys, real quick before you go, we just want to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.